Hello everyone, my name is Lou, and welcome to my anatomy and physiology podcast called Structure Follows Function. Um, right now we just finished up talking about the hypodermis, um, the, or no, also known as the subcutaneous layer, uh, which connects the dermis to underlying tissues. And now we're going to talk about hair, all types of different hair, um, and uh, what hair is. Um, I think we already know what hair is. It's on our head, it's on our bodies, it's, there's different kinds of hair though, and we're going to learn a little more about it. So hair. Hair is made of keratinized dead cells pushed to the skin surface where it has protecting and insulating roles. So hair and several other structures like hair follicles, sebaceous and sweat glands, nails, these are all considered accessory structures to the integumentary system because sometimes they're part of the dermis or the epidermis. And, uh, well, not sometimes, they usually are. And they're accessory to the integument. So why should we know this? Well, think accessory, you know, like if you're any, if any of you are involved or interested in crime, you know, you might hear, oh, they're an accessory to this kind of crime. Well, let's know what's the accessory to our uh, integument. So hairs come out of the surface of our skin, everywhere on our body, except the sides and soles of our feet and our palms um, and portions of the uh, external genitalia, uh, portions of the genitalia. The human body has about 2.5 million hairs and about 75% of them are on the general body surface, not on the head. Um, hairs are not living, so that's why when you get a haircut, it doesn't hurt. Um, and the uh, hair is produced in organs called hair follicles. So hair has a lot of functionality. Um, the hair in your head protects you from um, sunburns. You know, you, your scalp can get sunburned from ultraviolet radiation. Um, it helps cushion light impacts to the head. Insulating the skull, if you get cold in the winter, your hair won't keep you warm and insulated. The hairs in your nostrils um, and in your ear canals can keep out foreign invaders and even insects. Your eyelashes, you know, it's not just for beauty. It also, uh, you know, keeps things out too. Eyebrows can help keep sweat off your face and off your eyes. Um, so they play a critical role also in sensory recepting. So we're going to go a little more into hair and hair follicle structure. It's hard to hear about it without actually seeing a picture. So if you can pull up an image of a hair follicle or just hairs in the epidermis or endermis uh, layer of the cutaneous membrane, this will be very a lot more helpful to help you understand um, the structures of hair and hair follicles. So we're going to just start from the bottom and work our way up. Um, we're going to start with the hair root, um, and that's the portion that anchors the hair to the skin. Uh, the root begins at the base of the hair, um, also known as the hair bulb, and that extends distally to the point at which the internal organization of the hair is complete, um, about halfway to the surface of the skin. The hair shaft extends um, halfway to the point of the exposed tip of the hair, so the hair that we see is protruding is part of the protruding part of the hair shaft, and hair is produced at um, the hair bulb. You know that's the bulging base of the hair follicle, and that's again that's the organ that the hair is produced in. So uh, the most important features for understanding hair and hair follicles is really knowing that the hair shaft 
kind of starts from the middle and goes outward, um, out, extends out of the surface of the epidermis. Um, that you have the um, the root uh, hair root, yeah, the hair root, which kind of anchors the hair into the skin. Um, it extends from the base of the hair follicle where hair production begins to the point where the hair shaft loses its connection with the walls of the follicle. Um, and then, again, like middle way to the uh, point where it extends out of the skin, that's the hair shaft. Um, and that's, uh, it begins deep within the hair follicle. And then um, another important structure that you'll often see um, kind of on the side of the hair um, shaft or the hair follicle is the um, sebaceous gland. Um, and that's going to secrete sebum or oil, as we know, onto the hair, keep it nice and moist. And usually somewhere next to that also is this muscle. It kind of looks like this red, uh, fibrous, um, elongated thing that's kind of um, parallel to or like kind of making a V-shape with the hair follicle. And uh, that's called an erector pili muscle. Um, and it's a, a type of smooth muscle attached to the hair follicle. And essentially that causes a contraction to make your hair stand erect and cause goosebumps. So if you feel cold or spooked out or nervous, it's that erector pili muscle that's creating that effect. Um, and uh, we're going to now go into the different types of hairs that you might see. You might have heard of languo, which is an extremely fine, unpigmented type of hair. And, but usually we shed these before birth. These kind of, these hairs, the languo hairs, first appear about three months of, uh, after about three months of embryonic development. So they get kind of shed. Um, and they are replaced with the two types of hairs in the adult integument. Vellus hairs, or terminal hairs, which is that fine peach fuzz uh, that you'll see located all over the body surface. Um, and terminal hairs, which are more heavy, you know, and thick deeply pigmented and sometimes curly. These are the hairs on your head, your eyebrows, your eyelashes. Um, and, you know, during after puberty, you'll also find terminal hairs in uh, kind of pubic regions like your armpits and your pubic area. And just a fun fact, what makes hair straight or curly? Well, it's actually the cross-sectional shape of the hair shaft um, and the hair follicle that determines the you know, whether or not you get straight or curly hair. And uh, hair color. What gives your hair any color? Uh, well, there's variations in hair color. Um, and, and, um, and these differences kind of uh, reflect the different structure and variations in the pigment produced by melanocytes at the hair matrix. So different forms and amounts of melanin give color to your hair. And usually it's genetics that kind of determines what color is there. Um, and as we age, our uh, pigment production decreases, and that's what causes hair to lighten. And we get white hairs, which none of us like. So usually we'll end up dyeing our hair, and that dye kind of enters into the cortex and the medulla of the hair cuticle. Um, which, you know, sometimes when we dye our hair, it gets damaged, so we use conditioners and oil treatments to uh, reduce the effects of that structural damage by rehydrating and recoding the shaft, the hair shaft. So that's a good brief overview of hair. Thank you so much.